0: Welcome to the Gift of Love broadcast, where love is your greatest gift. Our mission is to teach the world the power of loving God and loving others. The greatest gift for you and me. The greatest gift for humanity. The greatest gift for all to see. L-O-V-E, love. The greatest gift for you and me. The greatest gift for humanity. The greatest gift for all to see. Hello and welcome to the Gift of Love broadcast where love is your greatest gift. I am Lyndon Batiste and thank you for allowing me another opportunity to speak faith, hope, and most of all, love into your lives. It is the year 2021. This is our first broadcast of 2021 and I believe that this will be one of our most productive, Productive years in our lives, one of our most meaningful years in our lives, we will inch closer and closer to becoming love, becoming the full godly embodiment that we were put here to become. We believe here at the Gift of Love broadcast that we are placed here on this earth in order to grow in love. That is our mission every life experience that we have, every individual that we meet, everything that we say and do should be directed towards this primary goal. How can I develop in love? How can I grow in empathy and sympathy and in human kindness? How can I allow God to occupy my vessel so that all of the life force of heaven can affect change in my world. This is this is what the prayer means when when it says thy kingdom um, thy will be done thy kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. That is us opening ourselves to love and and allowing it to to move through us so that all of those around us can experience God. God needs a body. God needs individuals who will submit and submission is not a weak term. It is, it is a powerful and intentional term that says, God, you can use me. This is, this is what I was created for so that you can use my gifts, my talents, my time, my intentions to, to, to move this planet, this, this, this world, our, our earthly existence towards heaven, towards heaven. That's what love is your greatest gift is all about. I want to talk to you about finding balance in 2021. And I'm going to give you five areas, five principles of balance, or five five aspects of our existence that we can focus on finding balance in 2021. I believe that finding balance in our lives is so important. In fact, there is sort of a, a phrase that says balance is the key to life and I believe that so many of us and I've experienced this in my own life we lose balance and we sort of begin we become lopsided in certain spaces and certain areas of our lives and this causes pain this causes confusion this causes a lack of contentment and unhappiness because we neglect areas in our lives that are very important and that should be nourished and given Attention! All of our major, uh us uh, uh, say, religious thought um, systems um, identify balance as a key and, and as a very important aspect of of our lives. Um, there's a story of of the Buddha, and there's a story when he was first uh, beginning on his journey of enlightenment, where he went to he went into extreme. Uh, um, meditation and 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 he began to live the life of an ascetic. An ascetic is basically a monk, or uh, a person who sort of um, ex- secludes themselves and excludes themselves from the world uh, in in order to achieve enlightenment or, or, or the spiritual uh, pinnacle. And he didn't eat for a very long time, and he almost dies. And with the Buddha, then comes back and says, "Well, you know, I, that was a bit extreme." Even though we should not eat for gluttony and just for pleasure, we still have to eat a little bit so that we can live and sustain our bodies. And, and he begins to talk about the, 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 the middle way or balance. Balance is the key to life, even in some, some of our other thought systems. Again, balance finding the right equation um, whereby all of these areas of our lives that that's a very real part of our existence and that's important get the nourishment they get the attention and the love that they deserve but what tends to happen in our lives is that we pick maybe one or two areas in our lives that we give all of our attention to all of our energy and then other areas go neglected and we are impacted in our lives and in our our quality of life so in 2021 I want to begin by talking about balance and, and, and some areas I want to identify that we have to think about, that we need to be intentional about, uh, sowing into, nourishing, and building so that we can have balance. Um, when I think of not having balance, I think of um, the other day my son was riding his, his bicycle. My five-year-old and his little bike has these little training wheels on, on the back wheel and I was watching him ride and, and I noticed that his bike was kind of wobbly and he couldn't go as fast and he's pedaling with his little legs and the bike isn't really moving like I'm used to seeing it move and I'm wondering, what's wrong? So I look at his bike, I had him stop and I noticed that one of his wheels was was out of place. In fact, it, it wasn't really touching the ground. Somehow it had shifted, it wasn't screwed tight enough and his bike is wobbly as a result. It's not moving as fast. What happened? There was no balance. The bottom the one of the back wheels was was not in the right place. And because the the bike lost balance, it was unable to move at the pace and at the speed and and with the fluidity that it was created to, 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 to flow and move at. And I liken that to our lives. when we're out of balance, when there's a space in our lives that we're not giving the attention to, it's out of it's sort of dislocated or it's it's out of out of whack with the system, then then we we can't move with the fluidity and at the pace that we're that we're accustomed to. We don't have the happiness. We don't have the joy. We don't have the contentment. We don't have the same outlook on life that we should because we're out of balance. It's the same thing if you've ever been to a chiropractor. Um, they talk about when there's sort of a misalignment of the spine and bones, and then certain certain nutrients aren't able to get to the rest of the body. Why? because it's out of balance. It's not positioned exactly how it was created to be positioned. So I want to talk about again, finding balance in twenty. 20- 21 and I want to give you five areas that I think is important for all of us to focus on so that we can begin to achieve that balance and and remember finding balance everything is a process this doesn't happen overnight we have to put in the work we have to constantly evaluate and check in and build a sort of these systems in place so that we can keep these objectives and these goals in front of our in front of our eyes so that we can ultimately accomplish them So, number one, what's the first area that I believe we should find balance in and make sure that we uh, nourish and build? And you can imagine probably what it would be with this being sort of a spiritual uh, uh, podcast. It would be our spiritual health. Number one, your spiritual health or your spiritual life. Do not neglect your spiritual health. I believe that when your spirit is nourished, and full and given the attention then every other area of our lives will begin to fall in place your relationships will will begin to uh, ner- uh will begin to, to prosper i believe your even your maybe your 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 life at work and your professional life and in your career all of that will be impacted when you have a healthy spirit why because i believe that we are ultimately spirits That's who we are. That's the true essence of who we are. And when your spirit is nourished, when your spirit is full, then you're able to find the optimism. You're able to find the outlook on life that you need to continue to take this journey. Someone said, how do I how do I build my spirit? I believe that that comes with making time to pray or to meditate, putting that into your schedule. How can I uh, uh build my spirit i believe also by attending some type of or being a part of some type of community that pours into your spirit whether that's uh you know church or, or i don't know synagogue whatever it might be uh placing yourself in a community where where you are you are talking about and nourishing and pouring into and building your spirit uh self together with with another group with with other people with, with other people with a community um, you can also listen to music that pours into your spirit. Not all music is good for your spirit. In fact, some of it depletes your spirit and some of it just doesn't um, pour anything into your spirit. Um, using music, using art, all of that to pour into your spirit. You'll be surprised how watching a movie that centers in on on. Faith or spirituality will impact your spirit and pour into it. I'm reading some of your spiritual books. Um, whenever I I read the words of some of our greatest spiritual teachers, um, especially when I open up the the Bible and I and I read it, it pours into my spirit. I believe that's what what Jesus meant when he when he says that the that that. That that he is the living word or or in in talking about the Bible, the word being the bread, the bread, our daily bread, the bread of God. It feeds our spirit. It builds it up. And when our spirit is built up again, optimism comes, joy comes, inspiration comes, the ability to walk through trying times, the the ability to walk through pain. Um, All of that sort of bounces off of you when your spirit is full. Um, the, the ability to, to view things in their proper light and perspective and to be optimistic, to be content. All of that comes when your spirit is full, it's built, it's strong, and it's healthy. For so many of us, our, our spirits, is just not healthy because we haven't given it the nutrients that it needs to grow and prosper. Number two, an area of balance that we need to focus on. Our physical health scripture says that your body is the temple of God. We cannot neglect our bodies, and I understand that for some, um, we can focus so heavily on our spirits that we forget that we are bodies as well. This is a part of our existence, and if you neglect your body, if you're not giving it the nutrients likewise, it can impact. Um, your spirit it can impact every area of your life. Someone says, "How can I focus on my physical health?" So I'm, I am not a a a a a a coach, a physical coach. I'm not a, um, a the 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 person who comes and gives you a regiment and and walks with you and 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 it takes you through these physical exercises. I'm and I'm, I'm drawing a blank on <laughs> a a a. a a uh, physical trainer. That's that's what I'm thinking. Of. I'm not a physical trainer, but I do know there are some there are some things that are good for your physical health, right? Walking daily or walking a few times a week. Exercise. Walking being, from my understanding, being being one of the most effective forms of of physical uh, of pouring into your physical health. I've been to the doctor enough times, and I've heard that enough uh, from doctors that say just walking daily can, can, can perform miracles for your physical health, um, paying attention to our diet, and what we eat, you are, we are what we eat, and everything that we eat, it has, um, a a substance in it, it has nutrients in it, and, 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 and maybe nutrients is a, is a, is is the wrong term, some have nutrients, and some have, uh, stuff in it that's not nutritional at all, (laughs) but paying attention to what we eat, um, and taking out those things or eating less of those things, that's not good for our body. Think about that. Again, you are what you eat. So if you pour life into your physical body, then your physical body will have life. When I think of life, I think of fruits and vegetables and, 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 and those things that are most natural to, to earth um, and that and that grows um, naturally that God placed there for us to eat. Um, but those things that, that humans sort of create more than likely, it's not going to be as nutritional or as potent, but we spend a lot of time giving our bodies bad stuff, right? So it's only um, logical to expect uh, bad stuff to come out of our bodies um, in the form of sickness and in the form of, of, of maybe feeling sluggish and not having the energy um, that, we, that, that, that we want in our lives to be able to perform. So focusing on your physical health, remember this, your body is your temple. And we should treat it as such. The same way that you might go into your, to the church or the synagogue or the mosque or wherever it is. And we treat it like the special place that it is. We we go in with our Sunday best on or some places you might take off your shoes. Um, you And you go in on your best behavior because you are bringing into that holy place the best of who you are because you've deemed it holy. You have deemed it a special place. Well, guess what? That's your body. Your body is the temple. That's the New Testament message. Your body is your temple. It's not a church. You should not treat a church better than your body. Your body is where God lives. So that's number two, focusing on your physical health. Number three, focusing on your financial health. Yes, that is important for all of my spiritual people out there. I want to say this. The Bible says that the love of money is the root of all evil. It does not say that money is the root of all evil. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money is when love is the most important uh, thing in our lives. When it supersedes every other area of our lives, we make our decisions based on it it defines us, it's how we define other people, and and we begin to uh, extract value from one's economic status or position, that's when you get into this dangerous territory of money uh, being more than what what it ought to be. Money is a tool, it is a resource, it's how we provide for our families, it's how we make exchanges in the marketplace, it's how people are rewarded for their work and their gifts and talents. But that's all it should be. But that's important. That is important. So you should focus on your financial health. Um, The Bible talks so much about money. Um, I I, I don't believe that you can be a spiritual uh, teacher or life coach or whatever it might be and not acknowledge that our financial health is important. Um, And we should focus on it. So what what does that mean? Finding um, a a financial podcast or finding a financial teacher or guru and listening to them about some things and strategies you can can use uh, to impact your finances. So many relationships are broken up over money. So many people have stress in their lives because of money or the lack thereof. So we know it's important even scripture talks about it. I can quote tons of scriptures, especially if you just go to the book of Proverbs. It talks about saving money. It talks about knowing the status of your accounts and the status of your flocks. Um, um, God makes makes many promises and and, and talks about financial well-being to God's people. So it's important Focusing on your financial health, finding ways to make sure that you are financially healthy, you are in a good and fi- you are a good financial place. However, understanding our context, I would say probably most of us place too much emphasis on finances, and that's where all of our energy goes. Everything that we do is about making more and more money, and everyone wants to be a millionaire. You know all of these shows about you know the, the 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 secret billionaire and the heel and the and the millionaire and when i was younger i remember there was even a show called MTV Cribs and where these uh, successful people gave us an insight into what their homes looked like and everyone wanted to have a home like that you can go on instagram and social media and people are taking pictures in front of their bins or their beamer or their their their, their, their high priced car or they're showing when they bought a home everyone is, is attaching their 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 value to where they are financially, and I think that's one of the problems with our world. Not that money is the problem, but the misplacement of what money means. Money is simply a tool for um, our lives, and it's how we provide for our families. It's how we exchange goods in the marketplace. It's how we are rewarded for our talents and our gifts, and 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 maybe uh, the problems that we are able to solve. Um, but it should be nothing more than that. It does not make one person more valuable to the other. It does not mean that one person is necessarily smarter than the other. It does not mean that some that, that one person is more important in our world, in our ecosystem. We all have different gifts. We all have different talents. There are some people, you know, who are going to maybe produce more income. For example, teachers, in my opinion, do not get Uh, the financial reward in on par with their importance to our society teachers in my opinion should be millionaires all teachers I'm not saying they should get a million dollars a year, but what I am saying is that based on their importance, based on how important they are to the system, especially when you're talking about early childhood education, K-5, through they are the backbone of our society. No one does anything if you can't read. No one does anything if you can't do simple addition and subtraction. That's our early childhood educators, right? And I know I'm going on a tangent here, but I'm making a point about how um, we can't necessarily determine one's importance based on money. You have some people, and I love sports, but you know, we found out during a lot of uh, what what happened with COVID that you know there's there are some more important things than seeing people throw a ball or put a ball through a hoop. I love sports. I am a sports fanatic, but we are being honest about about what you know, about money and and how it, and its role in our society they they get hundreds of millions of dollars to do that and our teachers get paid a, a small percentage of of that in comparison but when covid happened the first thing i wondered was how would how would school continue on because my kids needed to be continued to they needed to continue to be educated so that they could grow and and be and become productive citizens right so that's where my thought was not you know what 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 what, what would be what what sporting event would happen that night it's night that night it's great for entertainment but again i'm making a point about balance um so we talked about Finding your spiritual health or paying attention to your spiritual health, paying attention to your physical health and even your financial health. Number four, paying attention to your family and relationships and the relationships that are in your life. It It is important to nourish your familial life and those other relationships that are important to you. We neglect our families. We neglect our relationships. And for most of us, it's because we are in pursuit of these other things that we think are important. But again, this area is important as well. Those people who love you, those people who will be there for you um, when things do go bad. Or 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 even if it's just wanting, wanting to share your success with other people. Um, I had a wonderful experience where... My son came into my office the other day and I was just getting ready to do some work. I was sitting down at my desk and my son says, Dad, would you come downstairs and play Star Wars on PlayStation with me? And honestly, my first thought was. I was just getting ready to do some work. I really want to do this work because I'm a very driven person. Um, I want to accomplish. Um, I believe in hard work and diligence. But then I thought about it. I'd been thinking about this message of balance for a long time and I said, you know what? What is it, it going to cost me to take 15 or 20 minutes to, to sit in front of a game with my, my eight-year-old son and spend some time with him? That is going to go further or just as far as me spending uh, 15 or 20 minutes in front of my computer doing work. This is more important how my son views me in our relationship. This is what he's going to remember when he gets older and I need you know and I might need some my my kids to take care of me. They're going to think of the time that I said yes to playing on the PlayStation. They are going to they're going to remember the time that I went outside and helped them ride their bikes. They are going to remember the time I took them to the car wash and we drove through the car wash and they just lost their minds seeing the bubbles on the on the on on the outside of the car and the little the the little car wash strips that hit the window all of that joy that it brought them, they are going to think of their parents and all of those moments. They are not going to think of how much money I left them. They're not going to necessarily remember me working hard so that they could have a roof over their head. I mean, I've been a kid before. I never once acknowledged how hard my parents were working. It didn't even dawn on me. Now that I'm older, I understand it. But it was the times that it were, I remember the trips that we took out of town together. I remember the sporting events that my parents showed up to, or I I remember the ones they didn't show up to. I remember the choral events um, that they came to. I, I remember them encouraging me Um, in my gifts. I remember them showing up to my first Bible studies and supporting supporting me. That's what I remembered as a kid. That's important as well. I don't care about what they did on the job and how productive they were there. Someone said that kids spell love, T-I-M-E, and that is so true. That is important. And that is a part of the balance that we have to achieve in order to find a a whole and meaningful life. Have you ever seen um, someone who works out and they only work out one part of their body? It looks sort of weird, right? So you see some some individuals and and and, and you know I to be honest, I do not work out. I don't have a you know I, I really can't talk junk about anyone that 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 in the gym working out more kudos to you but I am trying to make a point here um someone who spends a lot of time on their arms so they have these big muscular arms these big you know Arnold Schwarzenegger arms but then they don't put any time into their legs and they have these little bitty legs or you know maybe they have these big bellies or uh it it looks sort of disproportionate right it does it looks kind of weird like ah you know I see where you put all of your time and effort But it would look a bit more uh, well-rounded if you put some time into these other areas. I think that's how our lives look. We have these areas in our lives where it's it's muscular and it's big and it's powerful, and that might be your financial life. But your family and your relationships are 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 they 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 are they are malnourished. Um, they do not have the nutrition because you haven't spent time with in that area or your spiritual life is 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 famished because you haven't spent time there or your physical body we see so many people sacrificing sacrificing their physical health for their finances right or you see some people who spent they're so spiritual and they're so religious that they forget that their physical health matters too and guess what they they you know they have heart attacks as well and they have high cholesterol and high blood blood pressure as well because they haven't found balance. And that's what I am uh, focusing on. And, that, and that's what I'm asking us to consider is to strike balance in our lives because all of these areas work together. And lastly, an area that I think we should focus on uh, in order to find balance, your personal growth and education. I believe it's important to always consider your personal growth and and to be aware of, am I constantly learning? Am I constantly being challenged and growing in myself? We neglect that area because for for many of us, it doesn't yield the immediate uh, return or uh, or reward. So you go to work, you get a paycheck in two weeks, right? You know that there's a very immediate uh, positive consequence. But reading a book or or, or taking a, a, a course, a learning course, or building a skill that doesn't have immediate reward. But it will in the future. It will when you have more information, when you have more knowledge. Our entire world is built on information and knowledge. In fact, the scripture says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. There are some people that say what you don't know won't hurt you. I think that is one of the worst statements ever. What you don't know can be the difference between life and death. What you don't know can be the difference between success and failure. What you do not know can be the difference between uh, you uh, achieving uh, success and 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 meeting and and sort of uh, and reaching your 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 potential. So information should be your goal, should be one of our goals in uh, 2021. We should constantly seek for knowledge and information, uh, because information is what enlightenment is is, is really based in. And I've thought about this, and I want to share this uh, with our last point. When Jesus comes and he says, I have come to open blinded eyes, I think that Jesus is talking about miracles of course like opening literal blinded eyes he takes mud spits in it and puts it on the guy's eyes and oh i can see but i also think jesus is talking about information right think about it jesus spent more time in his ministry teaching than he did performing miracles jesus was constantly trying to uh, to raise the awareness of those who are around him and he would make statements like if you have eyes to see then see if you have ears to hear. Then you can hear. Jesus was trying to pour information into them so that they could make better decisions, so that they could live a better life. Yes, it's hard to do that if you can't necessarily see physically. That's an in, that's and so I get it. I get why that is such a big miracle and that and that and that is the first thing we think of when we think of opening blinded eyes, but not having information, not knowing. Is a blindness, is an impairment as well. And I believe we should focus on personal growth and educate, education, building our mental um, and informational Rolodex so that we can reach back when we need to, so that we can make better decisions and we can be a bit more intentional about the course and the direction of our lives. So many bad decisions I made in my life was rooted in the lack of information, not knowing, simply not having the information that I needed to make the right decision. And that's why lying is a sin. You know, that's that's why it's one of the Ten Commandments. And I can't wait. I'm going to do a, a message later on about the about the Ten Commandments and and sort of uh, showing the practicality of them um, and removing it out of this sort of hyper-religious context that we often think of it. But when, when a person lies or provides disinformation, it it, it it impairs us from making the right decision. It, it skews our reality of the world, which then again is it, it skews or it impacts the decisions that we make, which will then determine the outcomes that we have in our lives. So that's why lying or providing disinformation or misinformation is is so evil It's so wrong because you place people at a disadvantage and and, and they they are not able to make the decisions that they would make had they had the correct information. So focusing on personal growth and education, invest in that. Let's invest in that in our lives for 2021. So finding balance in 2021 is is, is the message I wanna get across this year. Let's focus on all of these areas of our lives. Let's write it down, let's set our intention Write it down. Make a goal. Do your vision board, and in your vision board, include all of these spaces. Focus on your spiritual health. I believe it starts there, and committing to pouring into your life, uh, finding finding a community or finding a podcast like this one where your spiritual life is 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 um, uh, valued and, and 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 takes precedent and, and 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 receives the attention and nourishment that it deserves. Focusing on your physical health is important. Remember, your body is your temple. Focusing on your financial health. Um, The Bible um, and and all of our religious uh, 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 scripture and text, it talks about money. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. Not money, but the love of money. And for so many of us, we're operating in that love of money. And again, I'm I'm thinking of context. This our our society is so is, we're sort of in a hyper capitalism right now where where the only thing that matters to many of us is our financial health, our financial well being and these other areas go neglected. Our family and our relationships, spending time with your with your spouses. And I want to stop right there really quick. It is important to put that on the schedule. Sitting down with your spouse. And I think that that's I've been married for 10 years and I know that's not a lot of time. But 10 years is enough to sort of see where things can be improved and what what married life is all about. And what tends to happen is that we get married and everything else become takes precedence in our lives, our children, our careers and you neglect the marriage, and you're no longer dating, you're no longer, uh, you're no longer even, you, you no longer have a pulse on what's happening in the other person's, in your, in your spouse's life, because you're not talking, because you just sort of assume that, you know, hey, you're married, and this was all the work that needed to be done, but guess what, your marriage needs to be poured into, it needs to be nourished as well, and we do that by spending time with one another, and, and and getting away from the kids or or simply having date nights um I think that isn't that's very important because uh our marriage that's impor- that's important to our health life to or to our to our health to our overall health and to our happiness and joy, but you have to work at it you have to pour into it, you have to nourish it, even if it means finding. Um, some some marriage ministries and or talking to other married couples and finding out ways that you can build that muscle up in your life. Um, but again, building your family and relationships, and lastly focusing on personal growth and education, building yourself. I believe that is the most one of the most important things you can do this year is to build yourself, build the individual pour into your life and develop yourself consistently and when I say uh, there's so many ways to pour into yourself I'm not talking necessarily traditional education for some that might mean going back to school Uh, for others it might mean just simply reading a book uh, finding podcasts and and immersing yourself in personal growth Uh, because I believe that we are uh, created to continue to grow and maximize our potential all righty Finding balance in 2021. I hope this was a blessing. Uh, Please share this with with your friends and your family. Um, This information, I believe, is is important. Um, It's impactful. And it can set the course for for yourself and those around you. Um, And it's important for us to live our lives to the fullest. To find love. uh, Give ourselves the gift of love. Give God our love. And give others love that is what we need most. Love um, is what we are created to be. Love is the fuel for our lives, for our existence. So share the Gift of Love broadcast with others in 2021. You can find us online um, on, on iTunes podcast or Google podcast. You can find us on Podbean. Just Google um, the Gift of Love broadcast or type in Lyndon Baptiste and share this information with others. 2021 will be a blessed year. We will rise higher and higher and we will experience our best lives, as they say, because love is at the center of our universe. Thank you and you all have a blessed day.